This podcast is sponsored by Position Green. To be an insider, you can subscribe to the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable, wherever you get your podcasts from. And please, leave us a five-star rating. What did I just say? 1.21 gigawatts! Doesn't sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. It's a follower Friday on the Green Insider podcast, powered by eRenewable. I'm your host, Ron Culver, and with me, as always, is the CEO of eRenewable, Mike Niemer. One of our favorite guests, Senior Director of Position Green, Jason Stanley, is back to talk on human rights due diligence. But before we jump into their conversation, let's hear from eRenewable CEO, Ann Niemer. Position Green helps companies build resilient, and sustainable organizations. Position Green has a unique combination of ESG software, advisory, e-learning, and assurance that drives sustainability success and empowers positive change. Visit positiongreen.com to learn more. Thanks, Anne. Now here's Mike with Senior Director of Position Green, Jason Stanley. Welcome to another Follower Friday. This is Mike Niemer with eRenewable and the Green Insider Podcast. Today, our Follower Friday guest is again, Jason Stanley with Position Green. Jason, welcome back to the show. I know you have an update on what's going on and some regulations and some things that you think are going to be pertinent for uh, our listeners to know about. How are you today? I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me back on again. Well, you know, uh, a time or two ago, you know, you talked about some regulations that were going on in the EU and some in the U.S. Uh, what 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 direction are you going to go today? More EU or U.S. or is it be a combination of both? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely um, EU centric, but I, I thought it'd be interesting to bring up for folks um, because it it's kind of indicating a bit of a trend uh, we're seeing in different jurisdictions around the world focusing on human rights, um, which is really going to apply to anybody's supply chain, especially if it's a global supply chain. So I wanted to touch on a new regulation that's it's still um, in final discussions and it's going to it's expected to become law in the EU. Um, the first part of this year, so sometime in 2024, but the expectation is first half of the year. And that's called, uh, the acronym is called the CSDDD, which stands for the Corporate Sustainability Due Diligence Directive. You know, and I, uh, I know I don't bring up enough uh, acronyms, so I figured I'd add some more in here <laughs> with well, the ESG and sustainability. <laughs> so it's a, it's a mouthful. Uh, there's a lot to it. Um, and what, what does this mean? You know, when it does come into force, it means uh, organizations are going to be actually required under law in, in the EU uh, to carry out human rights and environmental due diligence or sustainability due diligence throughout your, your own operations and supply chain. So uh, as I mentioned, you know, I thought the supply chain uh, uh, element was really quite important for companies to be aware of. Um, and a lot of companies have been focusing on human rights due diligence for quite some time. Certain uh, countries like Norway have actually had laws in place, the Norwegian Transparency Act, for example, that sort of um, requires companies to or required companies to start doing this even you know a couple of years ago. And and you know what's the difference between that human rights due diligence or HRDD and the CES Triple D now? There's not a huge amount of difference, which is good news for companies that have been doing the the human rights due diligence already. Um, but the CS Triple D will require, require companies to utilize um, it, human rights due diligence framework um, to comply with the law. So it's going to apply to both human rights and environmental impacts. Um, and for those companies that are not familiar with what 
the human rights due diligence um, you know, reference is, what, it, what is that all about? It's an ongoing risk management process that companies need to follow to identify, prevent, mitigate, and account for how they address their potential adverse human rights impacts, both um, both within the company and, and in the supply chain. Um, now, how is, how is that integrated into the business um, and into these uh, into this new law? Uh, HRDD is rooted in, um, again, some more acronyms here, but the UN Guiding Principles of Business and Human Rights. Um, and it's also used in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or the OECD, which a lot of people would have heard of. Um, and that's guidelines for multinational enterprises in particular. Um, these are the frameworks that the, the CSDDD regulations are really based on. Um, so that means if you, you know, good news is if you already comply with the UN guiding principles or the OECD guidelines, you're already in good shape to to comply with the, the upcoming uh, CSDDD. Um, and yeah, I mean, how do you how do you work towards compliance? Then you know, to do that, um, you know, our recommendation is to start carrying out sustainability due diligence, which is human rights due diligence that includes environmental impacts as well. Um, the reporting requirements may have some minor differences, though. If you've already integrated HRDD into your reporting repertoire, you're in a strong position to uh, adhere to this law. So, again, that's that's some good news if you already have started to work on this. And a number of companies we've been working with in the EU and and uh, here in the US have already started to look at this for the last few years. So, should be in good shape. Well, you know, um, that makes me time wonder, yeah. real, real quick, is yeah. if... if if I'm a multinational country company based in the United States, but I do work over there in the UK, and over there I have to abide by these, does it also mean they want to check on us, that same company in the US, to make sure they're abiding by them here? Or is it strictly limited to just their actions in the UK itself? Yeah, and it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the EU. Um... Uh, so it's all the European Union is really where this law is going to come into effect, and that no, that's exactly right. That's the that's the that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up is that even if companies, so I guess first off, the expectation is, um, well, the requirement really will be we'll we'll know exactly the, the details around this when the law comes into in, into force, but there will be a requirement for non-EU domicile companies that um, generate a certain amount of revenue within the EU. Uh, to comply with the law so that there will be sort of a, a requirement for companies that have business in the EU directly that will get pulled into this or be in scope for this law. Um, but as to, your, to your point, even if you're a supplier or a key supplier to companies in the EU, they're going to be looking to you to make sure that you're complying with, you're getting the information to them that they're going to need to comply with the law. So it's really going to be far reaching, even though you may not be directly in scope for the law in the EU itself. If you're a company, let's say in the US, and you're supplying services and products to um, to companies in the EU, they're going to look to you to make sure you're you're being transparent about your due diligence um, procedures, and you're getting them, them the data that they need. So that's a really really important question. Um, yeah, and I guess really kind of the final. Um, point really is, you know, what is the um, timeline for this? As I mentioned, the expectation is it's it's going to be um, put into law this year in 2024. It looks like the first half of the year, like I mentioned, um, the EU Council, the EU Commission and the EU Parliament are all still sort of negotiating through this final text. But once they've done that, uh, that's when the law is expected to come into force. 
And then there'll be, uh, you know, a lot of questions we get, of course, once it comes into law, you expect it to immediately comply. Um, no, I mean, there, there's going to be a, um, a lead-in period. Uh, it should be two years for nation states uh, to incorporate this law into their into their into their national legislations. Each com- uh, country in the EU will need to uh, incorporate this, and that will give companies some time to uh, prepare and uh, get ready to comply as well. Um, but again, you know, it's clear it's coming. It's clear this is a trend, not just in the EU but in other juris- jurisdictions as well. So it's a it's a really good topic for companies to be aware of and be thinking about how to actually. Uh, you know, get this um, this type of data together and actually start mitigating these risks more proactively. Well, Jason, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today on our Position Green Follower Friday. Uh, that's really important, if particularly for all of us people in the U.S. that might supply the, the U.K. If you're part of that supply chain, listen to what Jason said. It's very important that you comply because that's the standards that are being set over there that you're going to have to abide by to keep that business. So, Uh, Jason, thank you again for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Position Green Follower Friday. This is Mike Niemer with the Green Insider, Powered by Renewable, saying have a great weekend. Thanks again to Jason Stanley for being a part of the Green Insider podcast. And thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Ron Culver, reminding you that if you're not yet a subscriber to the Green Insider podcast, don't hesitate and become one today from wherever you receive your podcasts. And please leave us a five-star rating. This podcast was sponsored by Position Green. For an introduction to our sponsor or find out how you too could be a sponsor, refer to our show notes to contact eRenewable and the Green Insider Podcast.